Hello, I'm Mary Jane Caps. Welcome to my spooky podcast. That's right, we're just a few days out from All Hallows Eve. Ooh. Um, can you name that tune? What I was melodically humming or do doing? The theme from the monsters. Look, I don't know if you're a monstrous person or an Adams family person. I feel like there's two different camps here. Um, I enjoyed the Adams family movies. The Adams family show uh, is fun, but you know what? I really grew up on some monsters. Um, do you hear that? <laughs> Click. <laughs> um, I grew up on some monsters, and I love them. I love Grandpa Monster. I love. Lily Munster, I mean, I love Lily Munster so much. She's my favorite. She's, um, I, I hope and believe a part of my chemical makeup. I just love her. Um, I love the cousin Marilyn, who's the really pretty, you know, blonde, very, very normal, very, very typical fifties girl. Um, who they all feel sorry for and think is hideous because suitors keep coming by the house and then they run screaming and they're like, oh, poor Marilyn, it's because she's so weird. And obviously it's them and their weird dragon that lives under their stairs. Anyways, um, so I love the monsters. I do get the feeling that Adam's Family people feel like the monsters are what the monkeys are to the Beatles. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, the, the weird knockoffs, the B-list version of the thing. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I have picked up on some, some vibes from some Adams Family fans before, but you know, maybe that was, that was then and this is now and we're all new people. It's a new era and I love the monsters. I love Halloween. Um, I go all in, right? Do you go all in? Do you dress up? I dress up. We do a family costume and we are going to do it for as long as that's a thing that we can do um, until the kids are like, yeah, no, we're all doing different stuff now. This year, uh, we are going, this is October, 2020. This year we are going um, as a vampire family because my oldest, my nine-year-old daughter, really, she found this cool vampire girl costume with a choker and it's very gothic and very like, you know, lift up the coffin. Um, by the way, the way, I just saw a meme the other day about um, coffins versus caskets. I guess uh, the, the casket has a hinge is that right and the coffin it lifts straight off or am I mixing them up whatever somebody decided to get really particular about it anyways um so she has that like cool old school gothic vampire look I tried to hyper on wearing her little combat boots with it but she was like no what are you talking about and I, it was like any of my own 90s gothy vibes were just totally lost on her she was like no I'm gonna wear these simple black boots because they're more authentic you know and that's fair and that's valid um, and that's you know that's that so um, 
Um, my son is Count Cutie was the name of the costume. Um, it came from Amazon. It's a onesie with like a Transylvanian military medal on the front type image. And it comes with a little black cape. Um, we read Benicula again, as is our October, our annual ritual. Okay, so just in the vampire theme, we read Benicula. Do you, do you know Benicula? Do you love Benicula? Um, I grew up, we would do road trips. I, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, and we would do road trips sometimes in the summer to Door County, Wisconsin. And if you're in the Midwest, you might know what I'm talking about. It's wonderful. Anyways, um, the farm with the little piggies and the little kids, like the little baby goats and the milk bottles and all the aggressive manhandling, toddler manhandling of these creatures. And Al Johnson's with the goats on the roof, whatever. Lots of goats, a lot of Swedish stuff. That's neither here nor there. On the drive to Door County, um, we would listen to the, the book on tape of Benicula and as a family and we would all laugh and it was very funny and I read it it's a read aloud in October it's one of our little read alouds it's a short read if you've not read Benicula it's um I think it's it was written I think it was published in the 80s um maybe no maybe the 70s or 80s um it is a short chapter book um it's really for all ages it's one of those books that I think anybody appreciates adults and kids it's Benicula the vampire bunny I mean what do you what do you need from me the story is told from the perspective of the family dog Harold um, Chester is the wild-eyed cat that's trying to convince everybody what he knows to be the truth that the sweet little bunny they brought home from the Dracula movie is in fact a vampire so that's great um, going back to our family costume I was telling you so the kids have that and I have successfully hyped my husband guys I'm reading Midnight Sun I mean what did you think I was gonna do yes yes Bella and Edward that's right my husband doesn't have hair doesn't have much hair so um, he is gonna wear a thick and lustrous wig it's a very um, cheap wig so we'll I think that'll just make it even more fun and I've got like the long blonde uh, the long brown wig that I'm gonna wear for Bella my hair is too red so I'm gonna wear this long brown wig and I'm probably gonna carry an apple around <laughs> I don't know whatever um, move. look oh and I'm wearing my Cullen my worn out circa t 2008 2008 my Cullen family crest shirt, which I still have. It's ripped. I'm wearing it. Um, it's going to be a cold Halloween. It's going to be one of those Halloweens, though. I'm glad because my daughter has the cool Dracula dress. And she is wearing, I mean, I should say to her credit, you know, the authentic boots. It does look way more legit. Um, she can, whatever, you can layer up. Because I don't know, if you grew up like in the Midwest or my husband who grew up in Colorado, his memories are being really bummed because like he was supposed to have a cool you know whatever um zombie costume but he had to wear like a parka over it you know 
Um, I remember having a cool, cool, like tropical, I had like a, a hula, like a grass skirt. Um, I was, I don't know, I was like nine. I had a coconut bra. <laughs> okay. And my mom insisted I wear like a uh, colored leotard. It was supposed to be like skin tone. I have very, very light skin. Um, and uh, it was like that, that awkward beige that really doesn't match any person. Um, no matter how dark, no matter how light, it's like the weird, the weird band-aid shade. Anyways, um, and again with the coconut bra, sometimes I'm like, really mom? You just, okay, you just send me out. Um, but I had it, whatever, you know, we were young and foolish and, um, I wore that and I was very upset about having to wear leotards and layers cause it was cold. Um, so I don't know, maybe you're from a place where this just wasn't even an issue for you. And if, if so, then good for you, but it's going to be even in the South. Okay. We're in South Carolina. I'm leaving a bowl of candy on the porch for trick-or-treaters. We're going camping, but uh, we are still taking our kids trick-or-treating. We'll just be in Georgia. And um, yeah, they're going to layer on some, some thermals under that stuff, right? And they, and they have cool costumes that won't be ruined as a result. Um, did you have a favorite childhood costume, you guys? I will tell you right now, my favorite was my Pippi Longstocking costume. Um, my mom got craft wire and helped me tuck it into braids and bend it upward. And then I had the cool like patchy outfit and I wore my horse, horse riding boots. Um, and I looked the part and I loved it. It's, it's one of my most favorite, it might be my favorite costume I ever had. It was, I loved that costume. It was so fun and easy to put together. So, um, did you have a favorite costume, like a thing that you're just nostalgic for? Or do you put together elaborate costumes now? Like as an adult, do you do that? Um, do you Halloween it up? Like I, okay. So I'll do like super simple. Let's talk super simple, magical things. Okay. Like I do the, the jack-o'-lantern quesadillas because those are super easy. You just literally cut a jack-o'-lantern face into the top part of your quesadilla and boom, you look like you have done something from Pinterest. It looks awesome and it's great. Um, I don't, I think I technically have a Pinterest account from when friends have sent me stuff on Pinterest. I don't use it because I feel like just one more thing like that and my kids won't eat. You know what I mean? Like I will have pinned a bunch of rando stuff that I'm not going to do and I'm stressed about. I've gone down like weird rabbit holes and my kids are like in the background like, mom, please, we're starving. You know, I just feel like it would be like a neglectful, a neglectful, um, tool. <laughs> so I'm not saying that for you guys who have been dressed. I'm just speaking my truth. So I do not use it. Um, also, because overwhelmed, guys, I, I love doing magical stuff. It's got to be easy. It's got to be a jack-o'-lantern quesadilla. Maybe I'll make a little chili. Um, I love putting out the beautiful lit pumpkin, ja the jack-o'-lanterns. I, I don't necessarily go fancy. Like, we may bust out a stencil this year. We'll see. Um, but uh, I also go in with the woo of Halloween, okay? So... Like jack-o'-lanterns, you know, they were originally set up. You may know this. Okay, let's get all factual. They were originally just um, 
weird gourds that they used to hang in England, right? Um, Because they weren't using pumpkins. They'd cut out faces in the gourds to keep away the bad spirits. Um, So you're keeping away the negative vibes. I also like to think that you're lighting the way home for those that you love that have passed on. They've crossed over. I do believe that there is a reason that all of our ancestors um, around the world, I mean, it's marked in so many cultures that this was a time um, that, that so many people saw the veil as being thin and that the ones that we love that have moved on from this earth are a little bit closer this time of year. Um, I actually believe that they're with us always. I mean, a part of them. I, I don't think like, I don't think they have nothing better. Like, oh, they have nothing better to do than just hang out and watch me eat pudding or something. But like that a part of their spirit. All right. Um, I do think that. But I think that that energy is just stronger and thicker this time of year, you guys. I do. I am into that. And so I, um, I have my jack-o'-lanterns and I, and I just send those that I love just well wishes um, and love. And they're invited. You know, their energy is invited. I will leave out a treat on Halloween night. Um, a little treat uh, for them. I'll leave it on the porch. Maybe a slice of pumpkin pie maybe a little candy and someone's going to enjoy that treat. Okay. But I leave it because it's my loving energy. It's my loving well wish. Um, I am all about, I, if you have Disney plus, this may be the second time I've been recommending them. You guys, if you have Disney plus go bust out the vintage, like the Disney's Disney's Halloween treats, like the, 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 the 1930s one with the the cool old crazy witch and Huey, Dewey and Louie. It's awesome where the witch helps them get back at mean uncle Donald. Um, watch like a few of those old spooky cartoon Halloween specials. Cause they did it up right. I just highly recommend that to get just extra festive in an easy way. This Halloween, I'll tell you what I don't recommend what I did watch with my daughter again. And you guys, I'm just going to talk trash for a second. Okay. I am not a millennial. I am, I think, a zennial. I don't know. I was born September 25th, 1980. So I'm not a Gen Xer, but I'm not a millennial. And I think I'm that's the category I fall into, right? And I say this because I have tons of friends who are millennials. I love them. I know that they get a bad rap sometimes, but sometimes it's earned. And I'm going to tell you one of those, one of those times. Millennials. You overhype your childhood. Um, you over, I don't know if it's the nostalgia. I don't know if like you don't know that you were shortchanged on quality content. Barney, I'm saying it. Um, but you overhype your childhood films for the most part. I mean, I'm sure there's some good stuff. I feel like I grew up with some really great stuff in the 80s and 90s. I mean, the Indiana Jones movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I saw the first Jurassic Park in theaters. Oh, my gosh, the dinosaurs. I mean, right. I feel like I have some stuff. I was, like, in the theater, Beauty and the Beast, you know, whatever. 
I'm going to talk about a millennial thing that if you talk to most millennials and you go, hey, what do you think about this? They might get all like misty-eyed and go, oh my gosh, that's like my favorite spooky childhood movie, whatever. And you'll think, oh, that sounds like a fun movie. I'll go watch it. And then you'll watch it and you go, this is terrible. Just And and the sequels are terrible, terrible, terrible-er. Here's the movie. Are you ready? Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Have you seen it? The bright spot in it is Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds can do no wrong. Everything she does is fun and magical. And now lovely Debbie Reynolds was appearing in this as a a fun, lovely grandmother witch. Okay? And she's Debbie being Debbie. I mean, she is on it. But everything else about it is like, okay. The first one, you're like, yeah, this is a little rough. As a friend of mine said, a millennial friend, she even confessed. She watched it later with her husband. He suggested they watch it. And she's like, yeah, let's watch it again. And they watch it. She's like, wow, that does not hold up. Um, The sequels are wretched. Um, Maybe you want to watch it out of like, oh, this is bad. So I'm just going to say it. I, I, I don't trust my millennial friends when they tell me that something from their childhood is super awesome and I have to see it. I just, I don't know what happened. I feel like the bar is really, really low for them. I feel like um, people growing up, okay, because I was growing up in the 90s. I mean, I was born at the end of 1980, all right? Um, but people who were v- either born in the 90s or the early 2000s did not get the kind of child friendly i mean like back to the future just kidding oh my gosh i am not going to show that to my kids for years have you have you checked out i love back to the future i love back to the future but i'm like this was supposed to be a family film (laughs) it's so screwed up um, there's so many things in it that are like, oh, wow, that's really not a, okay. <laughs> like, I can't show that to my daughter or my kids. Anyways, I digress. But these movies were fun. They were still, they were still better than Halloween Town. Whatever. Put on your old school movies. Do the old um, Ichabod Crane movie. You know what I'm talking about? The old cartoon. Um, leave out a piece of pumpkin pie or don't judge me for my weird stuff and eat it all yourself. That's fine. I just hope you have a great Halloween. I hope you're enjoying some spooky reads. Um, the next on my list is Fallen. Um, and, um, oh my goodness, the author's name has just escaped me. I will include it in my newsletter, but that's the next time my list is Fallen. And, um, uh, this the the witches of Blackbrook, which is coming out in a few days. The witches of Blackbrook. I'm gonna link to both of those in my email if you want to check out some fun spooky books. I hope you guys have a little had a little magic from that, a little excitement, and um, I hope you can share with me the judgment of of millennial movies. Sorry, guys, I'm sorry. Um, and have a happy, happy, and spooky Halloween. Oh, website, www.maryjanecaps.com. I'm on Instagram, Mary Jane Caps. Um, I write young adult novels of the magical and haunted variety, and you can find me in all the usual places. Thank you for listening. Bye.